Whoa, 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 unfiltered vitamin Z brought to you by Zaid. Ladies and gentlemen, Z to the E-I-D. How y'all doing? This podcast is called Sin Filtro, which means without filter in Spanish, because this is vitamin Z in its most potent form, unfiltered. Yo fumo mis puros sin filtros. Que broma, oro no fuma. Esta marica, una ladrona, no huele mi chama, una niña, duerme con pijama. Quiero abocarme como Eve y Adam con la manzana. Forbidden fruit. Historias de esta años prohibido besar tus labios. Filling up pussy juices. Still at the face of my friends are like, who's this? Que ironía, no tengo amigos, solo familia, business. You can feel this. We the big sharks, you can't reel this. So sick, make the medicine the illest. Make it look still developing like a fetus. Neptun L. Kenny with a long head like Jesus. Little did they know. Out here with the flaquito palestino. Que mejor con tiempo como el vino. Que vives en filtro. Sin, sin filtro. Yeah, some of y'all like, motherfucker, translate that shit. Yo fumo me puros sin filtros. I smoke. If you look in the description of the podcast, it says I'm filtered like a cigs, baby. So yeah, I'm a, I would always tear the filter. When when, sometimes when I would smoke cigs, I, I tear the filter off. Or if I hand roll them, I would, I would roll them without any filter. Que broma, I don't know. It's like, what a joke. I don't smoke now. And I say, esta marica, una ladrona. Esta marica, like, that's just like, that's some, like some colloquial Venezuelan words. So like marico, marica is just shit you would like call friends and shit like that. Una ladrona is like a thief. So this chick, this bitch is a thief. No huele mi chama. Chama means like a friend. So she she wasn't my friend. Una niña, duerme con pijamas. Like a little girl, you know, sleeping in your little PJs. Quiere bovacaro. Wants to provoke me. Like Eve and Adam with the, with the apple. Uh, I mean, like if you talk to dudes or girls, they will say like, nah, it was the bitch that definitely fucked him up. And then everybody will be like, no, it was him. That's why it's called the Adam's apple. I mean, it's just... It's whatever. Forbidden fruit. Historias de esta años. Prohibido besar tus labios. Forbidden to kiss uh, your lips. Filling up. Fueling up pussy juices. Still at the phase where my friends are like, who's this? So I just had a conversation with my mom. About, I wrote this a while back, but I had a conversation with my mom today. Uh, where'd it go? Yeah, I was telling something about finding out and being what is the truest part of my personality and character. And I was like, como chicas bebidas y porros. Quiero vivir con dignidad y paz, te lo juro. Uh, so it's like, I want to live, like, like for example, like, chica girls, bebidas, drinks, and porros. Uh, uh, spliffs. Uh, Quiero vivir con dignidad y paz. I want to live with dignity and peace, te lo juro. I swear to you. So we're having that conversation where it's like, there's certain things a lot of us could do simply because we think, oh, I should be doing it. And I, I thought, like, I got over that when I was, like, a kid. But you see it even more as an adult. I've seen it more and more throughout the years because I've been alone a lot. So, like, not just as a kid, like, going home from school with both parents working, but just traveling alone and now living alone in a foreign country. So, you really... Most people don't realize how much shit they do or don't do uh, simply because of other people or the shit they do or don't do that is really them. Simply because that... They, A, don't spend enough time alone, and B, even if they do, they're not paying attention to themselves as much as alone as they are with other people. So I don't pay attention to myself at all when I'm with other people. That's why some people are like, damn, this dude speaks without a filter. This dude's this, doesn't give a fuck. So a lot of people have always called me confident. Either I would always call myself more quiet and shy simply because that's how I see myself when I'm alone. 
And um, so I'm paying more. I'm I've learned to pay more attention to myself alone. What I like to do, what I don't do, and sometimes that's too bad. That's such a horrible thing to do because you become so strict with yourself and so self-critical. And sometimes you don't give yourself the same amount of love that you would give other people. A lot of times, even random people. So that's that's a thin line with that as well. And where was I? So yeah, it was we we're talking about how like. I, you know, it's kind of weird, like, in Arab culture, uh, and with Muslims, too, because here's the thing, when it comes to, with any, any culture where, see, even, like, Catholics, for example, you know, premarital sex, any, it doesn't matter any of the religion, if you go back in time, society wasn't really looking fond of premarital sex, that's why if you look in the U.S., in terms of, like, feminist movements throughout the 20th century, how, you know, for birth control and sex education and shit like that was such a big deal, even though it's not an Islamic country or whatever, even though they want to pinpoint that women issues on us, but it was the same issue here. It was the same mentality. And oftentimes, no one really gives a shit what the guy does. It always goes back to, like, if the girl is going out and if she's doing one, two, three, and how she's dressed and shit like that. So, my mom and I would always have the discussion, and I was like, I never wanted kids, and I never, like, just just the whole idea of, like, dating never interested me. Like, it just never did. Like, I never saw myself with anybody not... Not out of marriage. I always wanted to get married because that is that's not just a cultural thing we do or like, oh, I need to get married for my family to accept me. And my parents don't give any shit about that. But just the way I was taught what marriage was, and even though I never saw an example that I liked of it, but I knew what it could be. It's a partnership. So when I studied Prophet Muhammad historically and looked at different marriages he was creating, for example, marrying women that were divorced or widows because culturally and societally, um, the, those women were not going to be selected for for partners so then you're like left out of society so he would do that and take care of those women and at the same time be spreading the religion so he was doing he was doing the marketing and living it through example so that's essentially like a thing that i always wanted to do was was the idea of like oh you need to find a love you need to find your person like that's all horseshit because we never saw that like you don't know anybody before you get married from from this format of the formal proposal of seeing someone you like or you think you like, you know, you both want to get married. So you both figure out on what page you are, whether or not you want kids, one, two, three, where your careers are like. So you got like all the bullshit out of the way before you even enter the door. There's no bullshit going in. I mean, of course, there's always some, I mean, not 100 percent, but at least, you know, this person wants to get married. I want to get married. Our family's coming. Her family's coming. And we're going to sit down and we're like, oh. Actually, we want to continue with this to the next step. Okay. And we do that to the next step. And then there's steps to it. So, like, you you have this, like, whole, um, you sit down. And it's like, Tikruh al-Fatiha, which is, like, the, the Fatiha has the first chapter in the Quran. So, the families come together and they read that. So, it's like, you get in the blessing from the family for these two kids to be together. Yeah, and you start that. And then, you know, you get engaged. You might get, some people might get legally engaged right away. I mean, sorry, legally married right away on paper. And then you... Some people don't like to have a year engagement. Some people do. But there are steps to this to understand of, do we want these two people to be together? Do we want to form this union of these two people? It's not like the whole idea of love is like it's crazy because, <clears throat> excuse me, because it is, it is something that is nice to have sprinkled and mixed in with the food, but it is not necessary it is not the foundation if you have that as your foundation you are living in one of those houses that the wolf 
uh, fucking tore down from the first two pigs with the little straw house and the whatever feather house. I mean, I don't know what the fuck they use. It's not the brick house like the smart pig. You are you don't have a brick house if you are building that foundation out of love and thinking you are loving. The, the love comes after the marriage. You get married and that love shit gonna come after. Because you don't know how that person is gonna treat you. Because real love is like, are you still fucking with that person 10 15, 20 years in, like, what's the shit y'all be doing at that point, you know what I mean, it's, it's very easy to say I love you, when there's a, when I just put a ring on your finger, it's very easy to say I love you, when you looking so fine right now, but we're both gonna age, we're both gonna go through shit, like, we're both gonna see each other, we're both gonna know each other like the back of our hand, like, we'll see how hard it is, you know, it's easy to say I love you right now, we both working, we both got money, what about tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? So the whole idea of that is you're not thinking about tomorrow. But when you do it, but having a partnership, the same way you do a business partnership, you're thinking about tomorrow with that business partnership, aren't you? So why aren't you doing it the same way with the marriage? It's got to be the same way with your friends too. You got to be thinking who's, who is going to be good for you for the future? Who is going to be good for you always for the future? Not just the present or who you were in the past. With your friends, with your business, and, and with your marriage, those all those are very important relationships to establish. So... That to me was always more important. That's what I always was looking for because I knew that I wanted to be, I knew I wanted to, I, I wanted to have a family and I wanted to have a, have a partner because I'm a dude that sometimes can't sleep at night. And the idea for me, it was like, I always like people in the room when I sleep. And my uncle would tell me about going to sleep with all his siblings. And there was like nine or ten of them all in like the same room growing up. And there would be like, like everybody have like their own mattress and a big circle. And he said, you know, from all these people's body temperature and farts throughout the night that you never got cold during the winter. And I was like, I mean, not just as an only child, but as someone that likes having people around me right before I fall asleep. Sometimes even now when I got older, hearing my heart rate so much, it gets me like anxious things. Oh, dang, something's going to happen. It's um, it's comforting to know that someone is there when I sleep and someone's going to be there when I wake up. So that's something I've always been looking for, never for like casual sex or shit like that. Because either it's got to completely mean nothing, but a lot of times it doesn't because there's a tension that people seek and energy that gets drained and time that gets wasted. So at the end of the day, it's not even worth it. So that literally four words, all about that, just fueling up, fueling up pussy juices. And then it, still at the phase where my friends are like, who's this? Because it's been like funny just like sharing shit about about rapping and hearing people's feedback and stuff like that. And it says, Quiero ni, no tengo amigos, solo familia, business. So that it transitions to the next line in Spanish. It's like, Quiero ni, how irony, I don't have friends, only family. And it's comma, business. You can feel this. We the big sharks, you can't reel this. So sick, make the medicine the illest. Uh, Muhammad Ali had a quote during the interview where he was saying, like, uh, I'm so, I, it's like, I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. And I, and I thought it was like, that was so cool. It's like, make you look still developing like a fetus. Nefton El Kenny with the long hair like Jesus. The Locos Records, which is like the small studio in Spain that I'm using, the founders, a couple of Venezuelan homies, uh, Nefton, the DJ, and then the other co owner of the studio, uh, El Kenny Bermudez. So, like, they both have long hair, even though this funny is like, because Kenny's grandparents were German so he's got that that soft almost blonde hair that's like really long ponytail and then Nefta's a Zarasta man so he's growing his hair you know forever and of course at some point he probably have to put all that shit like in a backpack like Marley did and um and it's cool it's like with the long hair like Jesus you know I'm pretty sure like Nip and Snoop on the on the on the on the fuck on the YouTube interview that they had together like seven, eight years ago when they were talking about 
uh, Jesus. I don't know if it was that old interview on Snoop's little network show uh, on YouTube or if it was... If it was a different interview, where they were just talking about, like, you know, if you read the Bible, like, fucking Jesus, like, this, this motherfucker wasn't white, he looked like us, you know, it's, it's, it's tall and skinny with a hair like us, so that's that's what I was also thinking about, too, with the long hair like Jesus, little did they know, out here with the flaquito palestino, so with the flaquito, with the skinny palestinian, so also that's, like, the funny part, I'm talking about Jesus, then I'm talking about Jesus being, Jesus is Palestinian, so... With me, you know, with the flaquito palestino. Que es mejor con tiempo como le vino. Like, that's better with time, like wine. Que viva sin filtro, sin sin filtro. That lives without a filter, without, without filter. So, yeah. How are we on time? Damn, already past 12 minutes, shit. This is episode 5, I think. I've been, I've been lagging. I missed two days because I thought I had clicked upload. I thought that I had everything pre-recorded and I and I clicked upload and I just and I was just going to go into the Spotify and share it because uh, you know if you upload it but you don't share it did you really upload because then nobody knows unless you unless I mean for me at this point I ain't like I got people like oh bam waiting for that shit to drop or maybe I do I don't know except for my mom but that's not even like something that I'm concerned about this is all documentation this is all the process this is all like if you get focused on and this is what I've been learning through marketing research shout out to Gary V. And other people, it's like, how you gonna focus on numbers? Like, I never focused like growing up thinking like, oh, I got three friends, I got two of this, I got five of this, I got six of this. I mean, the only thing I used to count was like birthday money or some shit like that. And you know what I mean, sticking under the mattress. But you know, how, how much in life are you gonna spend counting shit? Because if you do, you know, aren't you gonna miss? Don't you need to look up around and just? It's so easy to cut up in in numbers. It's so easy to cut up in comparison. It's so easy to cut up in so many different things that isn't you, that isn't your life, that isn't real. And like the real world is just beautiful. If you can make it out to be the internal world within you can be so beautiful if you design it that way and, and, and purify your mind in a way that you can filter out the bullshit and implant it with all the positive and good shit that you want to be there that has to come from you. So that is that. And what else I was I going to say? I don't have a lot of notes lately. That's something that I've noticed a lot where I used to write notes like on a little bit inside of my phone where I could just talk about shit. And I was like, oh, this is going to be all for the podcast. And I just don't have that. I don't know if it's because maybe semester is like finished and I, I'm not reading shit as much. I should just go back to reading that. That's maybe what it is then. And I have, so this was another thing I was going to write. This was another thing I was going to talk about. And it was like, maybe this isn't what people like really expect. But you know, this goes back to the like without a filter shit. So. Dun, dun, dun. Aquí en España le digan que soy de Florida, que me llamo Zaid, mi nombre era Pedro Paez, es muy árabe, dicen seguro que sí, esta chaval es marroquí, y después me llaman Habibi, Habibi. So I'm going to break down that part for y'all. Aquí en so I sound like here in Spain, I sound from Florida, that my name is Zaid. My rap name for them is like hella árabe, hella Arabic. And uh, uh, dicen seguro que si este chaval es marroquí. So they say like, oh, for damn sure this dude's Moroccan. And then after that, they go like, Habibi, Habibi. And then I, I proceed to say in Arabic, That means like, um, how, how do I translate directly? I guess go fuck yourselves? I, I don't know. Like you can't, you can't handle me. Inshallah, I just said in Arabic, I hope God forgive me. So that's the bar. In this. I'm not telling y'all I, I, what I just said. That's like, that's like the bar itself. I just said in Arabic, I hope God forgive me for all these crazy thoughts inside of me. Crude saying, cursed of slaying, blood up to their knees in Palestine. They murdered everyone down in the streets. And now Tampa Catholic High School got cursed or mascot representing. These are the heroes they be glorifying. 
Your terror is my terror, that's what I'm implying. Fuck 9-11, I only wanna see white flags in the sky flying. I just want peace, but they say without justice, that's a hard reach. We seem closer to anarchy than we do to equality. So this was about the, the second half. Was about the Crusades, you know, it took them like three years to get to Palestine. And basically, a lot of these people were like brainwashed into going. Because the Pope was pissed about some shit and had all these politics going on and then they like you know what let's just get all these people hyped up on the fact that we need to make christian you know establish christendom and all this shit uh and let's go liberate this motherfucking place and especially there was an issue of some dude i think either in egypt or the dude that was running jerusalem at that time did some fucked up shit too and that spread news so the pope was pissed i mean it's a whole bunch of just politics but the people themselves they're doing it they got recruited to do it that's how easy brainwashable they were they got slaughtering everyone on the way there, slaughtering everyone. And when they got to Jerusalem, like everybody talks about like the, how high and as the blood up to their knees in Palestine and Palestine, because they killed everybody when they got there. It wasn't about liberating or being Christians or being what anything. They, excuse me, slaughtered Muslim Jews, Christians, men, women, children. It was fucking horrible. It was ridiculous. They murdered everyone down in the streets. So there was a Catholic high school. I think it's a high school. Yeah. In Tampa, and their mascot is the Crusaders. Like, the Crusaders, nothing bad with that term. Like, it's cool to use it. Bush slipped up one time and talked about with the war on terrorism, talking about, like, the Crusades. And then, like, I think they tried to, the press tried to, re they, the White House staff or whatever, tried to retract the statement later. But you said it. <laughs> you said that shit, motherfucker. You're the president. Better be, I mean, I don't have to watch my words that closely. That's why I ain't the fucking president. Because if I did, I'd have to be speaking with a filter. Fuck that shit. And... What's interesting is the Islamic school in Tampa also had a mascot that was the Warriors. After 9-11, they changed that to the Falcons. So they felt so, for whatever reason, you know, obviously, for all this crazy bullshit that they needed to change a mascot from the Warriors to the Falcons. But the Catholics don't feel ashamed of the Crusaders. You know what I'm saying? That's their mascot. They didn't change their shit. History hasn't changed since then. We know exactly what, who, what the Crusades were. We know exactly what the fuck they did. And we're not changing shit. That's That's accepted. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's why I say your terror is my terror. That's what I'm implying. Fuck 9-11. I don't want to see white flags in the sky flying. I just want peace. But they say without justice, that's a hard reach. And then, I don't know what this poem is going to be. But I had like this little chorus. Like, respira, respira, respira. Bien solo bien. Just want peace. Dickies with the crease. And tranquil moments of zen. I know the good come. The only thing I don't know is when. So the speed of means like breathe. So like just breathe, breathe, breathe. Think about it good. I just want peace. Dig is with the crease and tranquil moments of zen. And always, you know, I focus on controlling the things that I can. Never give advice. Smart don't need it and dumb will never understand. And circled and loopholes like going around in circles for 40 years in the desert sand. Yeah, my mama used to always tell me that shit like, you know. There's two types of people. Someone that doesn't need the advice because they know what they'd be doing. And there's other people that no matter what you tell them, they ain't going to listen anyway. So why waste your breath? And then and going around circles for 40 years in the desert sand. That's me thinking of like Moses. How the fuck, how the fuck they were there for 40 years in the desert. <laughs> it's funny because the first prime minister of Israel, Ben Gurion. And Israel is like big on archaeology. Archaeology and weed are two things they actually do a lot of research in. And there's links between the two that I've talked about before. And... Um, for anybody that hasn't listened to those, basically, it's about, like, they found evidences of weed and uh, suggested that ancient Jews were getting high to try to talk to God. But anyway, the first prime minister wanted to 
put out these people, sent out these people to find evidence of Moses in the desert for 40 years. They didn't find evidence of that shit. Set out people to find King Solomon's army, King David's temple, uh, the army and all that shit. They didn't find it. Even if there was some type of army, it was probably like really small. Because this is history. This is storytelling. So every shit that we hear, that we think, well, man, that was so big. It wasn't. It's probably a few dudes. You know what I'm saying? It's not that big of a deal. And it just got um, exaggerated over time, like anything else throughout history. So that is that. Sin filtro. Hope you learned a little bit of Spanish today. Hope you learned a little bit of English. Hope you learned a little bit of something. Hope you enjoyed a little bit of something. Even if you can learn shit, man, I hope this was entertaining. I hope my voice enough was soothing for you. Uh, so, yeah, thank you so much for listening and I appreciate it. Take care. Have an amazing week. Uh, Unfiltered Vitamin Z on Instagram. Uh, the Captain Hummus on Instagram. Zaid on YouTube. Zaid on Kiker. Hit me. Yo, we're trying to have conversations, man. Like, DM me any shit. There's no news because you won't definitely get one back. So, <laughs> take care. Much love. Oh, shit.